This is the DVO Show. I am your host, Derek Van Otten, or you can call me DVO. It is springtime. It's feeling nice. The weather's feeling good. We're going to be in summertime soon. And I'm curious if you are getting ready for your vacation. It is almost that vacation time of year. And I got to tell you, my family, we are preparing for our next vacation. So why am I talking about this? Well, it's always nice to talk about vacation, right? Who doesn't like a nice vacation? Uh, especially if you're going to go somewhere that's uh, unusual for you. For example, I live in Utah. I'm surrounded by beautiful lakes and mountains. And so when I like to take a vacation, I like to go somewhere different like the beach, for example. I love going to the beach. And one of my favorite cities in the world is San Diego, California. And I'm going to be spending a week there with my family this summer. We are just getting everything booked up, and I'm going to talk about why I'm talking about this, but uh, I'm really excited because we're going down there with my family. My my wife uh, has only been to San Diego once, and it was for a wedding, so we felt kind of rushed. We felt like we had a lot to do, so it wasn't a really nice, you know, kind of like a vacation. We had, we had a good time, don't get me wrong, but it wasn't a good, like, vacation, I've been to San Diego multiple times. Our oldest has been to San Diego multiple times. The baby has never been yet. So we're really excited about our next trip coming up. We're going to try to do a lot of things the best that we can. Like, for example, we're going to Legoland. We're going to San Diego Zoo. I've actually never been to either of those places. There's a new water park that opened up that's Sesame Street based. That just opened up this spring. So we'll be going to that. So we're really excited, but another thing that I'm really excited about that my wife has never been to, she's never been to Disneyland, and I haven't been in 25 years. We just got our tickets. So in Disneyland, you have to reserve to go. It's kind of a different concept right now. I think it's just kind of you know post-pandemic, but anyway, we were just able to reserve our tickets for Disneyland, which we just did, and we are excited. We are just elated about the fact to go on a nice family vacation. And, you know, to be honest with you, I feel like I deserve it. I've been working my ass off. Uh, I run multiple businesses. I run three podcasts, and I need a vacation badly. And I thought I would talk about this because I want to talk about the importance of taking vacation, of taking a break. Even if you're not a business owner, even if you're just you know working your job, I know people who, who you know have have climbed the corporate ladder at their job, and they work a lot of hours. In fact, a previous uh, manager that I had uh, at one of my old jobs, I remember he was on vacation at Disneyland. Now that we're talking about it, and he was still taking phone calls. Like he is in line for the ride, and he's taking phone calls from work. Now I understand those lines are long, and he's probably just sitting there anyway you know, waiting for another half hour for the for the ride. But still, like, take that time off. Like, disengage. Turn off work mode. And enjoy that vacation. And if you deserve it, go out and take that vacation. So I was looking up, what are the benefits of taking a vacation when you've been working so hard? Now, to be honest with you, I work harder and longer now as a semi-successful business owner than I ever did in my previous jobs. 
However, it doesn't feel like that to me. For me, I don't feel like I'm super stressed. I don't feel like I, you know, worried about losing my job. It's 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 different. I enjoy what I do. I I enjoy my interactions. I enjoy my customers. I enjoy my clients. I enjoy what I do and being around the people that I mentor and talk with on a daily basis. I I enjoy it. Uh, so I want to talk about this. I was just looking at this Forbes article that came out in 2021. So it's, you can all, we can all admit this is fairly new. And uh, there's a study by the World Health Organization that found that people who work 55 hours or more a week had a 35% higher risk of stroke and a 17% higher risk of dying from heart disease than a work week of the typical 35 to 40 hours. And so I wanted to talk about that because I thought, you know, it's important to take that break. Again, I don't feel like stress of maybe like that previous manager I had. I'm sure he feels stressed all the time. In fact, I would see him on these conference calls and meetings all the time with these big wigs from corporate and I don't know. I couldn't do it. Not not for me. But you know, if you're in that world and if that's your position and you feel stressed out, hey, take a break. I don't remember what the recent study is, but I remember years ago reading the study about how most strokes and most heart attacks happen on Mondays. And I think if we all are in that, that corporate America world, we can all relate to that, right? Why that is. Because it's stressful. You know, work can be stressful. And a lot of people work for the weekend and you get to the weekend and you're enjoying it. And then Sunday evening comes around and the sun starts setting and you're starting to unwind and you realize I have to do this all over again tomorrow morning. And it just gets stressed out and you don't want to go in. And and that's when these these issues happen. No, I remember my one of my last jobs I had, I started getting ticks, like twitches in my eye. And my beard was kind of getting a little patchy. Like there was like a little bit of bald spots happening in my beard. And I knew it was all from stress. And I just, you know, I just wasn't happy. And so... It's important to take these vacations. So I was looking at this Forbes article, and they listed five benefits of taking vacations. So I wanted to share these benefits with you, and uh, and then what I liked about this. So the first one was vacation time increases mindfulness. So going on a holiday, going on a vacation, it makes you feel more present and stimulated. Obviously. Because we're taking a break from our normal routine. We're seeing different sights. We're smelling different smells. We're tasting different foods. And so that vacation time gets you away from your from your normal day-to-day grind, from your day-to-day activities, and it and it kind of takes a break from the from from the I call it the the hamster wheel, right? Just running, running, running in place. The next one says Vacation time improves your heart health. So it can reduce the risk of uh, metabolic syndrome, which means high blood pressure, high blood sugar, uh, more fat, higher cholesterol levels. So these all raise the risk for heart disease and stroke and diabetes. All these things I just were talking about what people hit on on Mondays a lot of times. And so it just kind of takes that break, right? Because what happens? You're in a good mood. 
You're taking a break. You don't feel that stress as much. And that's the next one. The number three is vacation time, vacation time reduces stress. So time off helps reduce the stress because it removes those people or the activities or the environment that people associate with their anxiety. I know I was like with this whole example I just gave you of how how Sunday evenings you start feeling that like I got to wake up early. I got to go to bed early. So I have to wake up early and go through this whole routine for the next five days. That was me. I felt that every Sunday, every Monday, I just couldn't stand it. If you follow me on social media, you see that I posted something recently that I just knew I had to get away from corporate America because every day was the same. Every Monday, you know, every, so every, every day I walk in, I'd put my lunch in the fridge and fill up my water bottle and you know that's kind of the the water cooler of today, the the, the water bottle fill up station, and every day was the same. Every Monday, how was your weekend? Not long enough. Tuesday, oh, it's only Tuesday. This week is dragging. Wednesday, hump day. Thursday, just one more day. Just one more day. Friday, thank God it's Friday. And you leave work on Friday on cloud nine. You're like, I have the whole weekend. I have the whole evening to just be with the family, be with friends, do whatever I want. And then you're so excited Friday evening. And you you sleep in and take care of stuff at home on Saturday. And it's Sunday, you, you go to church or hang out with family or barbecue, whatever. And then, like I said, the, the sun starts setting and the reality kicks in. I got to do this all again. Oh, I hated it. Anyway, number four. Vacation time boosts brain power. So taking the time off uh, improves your capacity to learn. Those aha moments come when you're in a relaxed state of mind because you don't have that stress. You're not feeling the anxiety. You can kind of relax. I don't know about you guys, but a lot of my thinking comes when I'm in the shower. Uh, What's nice about the shower is you have your routine in the shower. You know what you're doing. You do the same routine. Your hair, your body, it's the same. So because you're in that uh, like autopilot mode and you're enjoying the, the, the water hitting you and you're relaxing, that's when you can really relax and, you, and your mind just starts creating ideas. And, and you have, you know, I don't know if you're like me, I did conversations to myself in the shower. Um, so anyway, vacation time will boost your brain power because now you can relax. You have those you you have those things that pester you and bother you out of your mind because you're you're relaxed and you're enjoying yourself. And the fifth one, last one, vacation time improves your sleep because a lot of those restless nights are because of you have too much on our mind. We have too much on our mind. We have too much stress on our mind. There's too much we're thinking about. There's there's things we didn't accomplish that we're still got you know it's on our mind because we haven't finished closing that. And a lot of times, I don't know if you realize this, but when you are going to take a vacation, you kind of work your ass off that last little bit before the vacation because you want to get everything wrapped up. You want to get everything finished. And what's nice about that is that it shuts your mind off because things are finished. When things are left unfinished or open, your mind has the want to finish that task, to close that task. And so you get all that stuff done before vacation and it's done and you feel complete. And now you can relax and enjoy and have other ideas come into your brain. So these are the benefits that that Forbes put together, uh, the five benefits of taking vacation. So I strongly encourage you 
that maybe this summer is the time to take a vacation. We haven't really taken taken uh, my family and I a really good vacation. We've had some short vacations, some some weekend vacations, but we're finally going on a on a week long vacation this summer. And I'm, and I'd be lying to you if I didn't say I'm a little stressed out about it. I'm stressed out about the vacation, okay? Because for me to think I have to disengage for a week, and I won't fully be disengaged, but I'll be, I want to be disengaged from business as much as possible. You know, I've got great people on my team. I've got great customers. And so I know everyone will be fine without me. But you know, when you're so hands-on, you have, you have that stress. And so I, but I know once I get on the airplane, I'm sure a lot of that stress or that uneasy feeling or that panic will go away and I'll be able to enjoy my vacation because I'll be with my loved ones. I'll be with my family. I have a lot of friends and family in San Diego. And I can't wait to see them. I'm actually going to be meeting up with one of my mentors. Uh, I have, there's a lot of people that I, that I look up to as mentors, but I, there's two that directly are in my life. There are two mentors that I go to for advice and I seek guidance with. One of them lives here near me. Um, in Utah, and the other one lives in San Diego, and I will be spending a little bit of time with him as well, so I'm looking forward uh, to that. So obviously, I'm taking a nice vacation, but I will bring a little bit of business along with me, but it's to help grow uh, my businesses. So take that vacation and enjoy yourself, and I want to talk about this next entrepreneur highlight, because another thing I like to do when I'm not on vacation, but when I do need to take a little bit of time off for myself, for my well-being, for me to relax and enjoy. One of the things I like to do is golf. Am I good at it? Absolutely not. But do I enjoy it? Hell yeah. I don't know why, but I enjoy it. I don't know if it's being outdoors because it's also good to be grounded to the world, to the earth. So it's good to be out in nature. And in fact, I, you know, I've been learning more about how maybe it's important that I actually kick off my shoes or my sandals and just have my feet in the dirt, have my feet in the sand, in the grass, and just get grounded to to the earth. That might be also be important that I need to work on. You know, I like I, anyway. I love golf. I get to be out there. I get to smack a ball as hard as I want if I wanted to. I can use my mind to use what to pick which club is best for the for the swing. Uh, well, that's what I like about golf. It's also very mental and physical. But anyway, so my. Entrepreneur highlight, spotlight, this episode is Ely Callaway, who makes Callaway Golf. That is the brand that I enjoy using. I enjoy Callaway brand. So let me talk, so I thought, let's talk about Ely and how he started the company. Well, he was born in June 1919 in LaGrange, Georgia. Ely was an American entrepreneur. He had three successful careers, first in textile then in winemaking, and finally golf. So we'll talk about these. But he started at a young age. You see his entrepreneur tendencies at a young age. At the age of 10, he earned $150 by selling. So age 10, that would be 1929. Uh, he earned $150 by selling copies of Literary Digest. He then used that $150 to buy a peach tree. That peach tree, maybe he did more. I don't know how many he got, but that yielded a crop of $750 in its first year. So he earned 150, bought a peach tree, and turned that into $750 in 1929. Uh, Ely also liked playing golf, and he won four successive championships at the nearby country club. He was a business manager of his high school. 
of his high school newspaper and yearbook. All right, so he was the business manager in high school. Uh, while attending college, Ely was senior class president, working as the business manager for the university publication. He graduated with a he graduated with a degree in history in 1940. So you know you see these tendencies. He he started at a young age, you know, flipping money, doing something, you know, doing something to flip money. Went into business and school. At the age of 21, he joined the army as a reserve officer. He fulfilled his one-year obligation and, and decided to re-enlist. Uh, just a few months later, after re-enlisting, re-enlisting, Pearl Harbor was bombed. And so his role and responsibilities expanded. Uh, so now what they were doing, they were buying hundreds of millions of items of apparel and fabrics. And he was spending at a rate of $700 million a year uh, you know, at, at, as in his role at the army, which taught him business really quick. And he rose to the rank of major at just 24 years old. Uh, when he was discharged from the army, he had several job offers and contacts in the textiles industry because, again, in the army, he was ordering a lot of this, uh, uh, you know, apparel and fabric and everything like that for the army. So he was getting contacts. So basically, he was networking. And, and from what I had heard, he had a re he had a really charismatic nature about him. Um, so he had a lot of job offers and contacts in textiles. Uh, one of his greatest professional accomplishments in that industry was his development of polyester blends. So that was it. That went into men's suits and it became very popular. Um, and it made way for a lot of other fabrics to be adopted as blends. It wasn't just like 100% cotton or 100% wool. You got those blends. Uh, and then he was also known for using very uh, shocking marketing techniques. For example, he would maybe take a suit and just douse it with water to show how, how strong the fabrics were and held together. Also, Ely was among, you know, he, as he was working in these companies, he was one of the first to hire a woman for an executive position during that time. Uh, in, in, this, in the textile industry, he, he rose to the top in different companies, becoming a vice president, a president, and director. But when he was overlooked for a top spot as a chairman back in 1973, he decided to retire and move out west where he wanted to start another business. So what was that? Well, in 1973, he purchased 140 acres of land in Temecula, California. Because he wanted to turn that into a vineyard. He planted his grapes and established Callaway Winery and Vineyards in 1974. And by 1975, they were already selling their wines. One of his wines was served at a luncheon for Queen Elizabeth II in New York. And in fact, the queen asked for uh, two glasses in a private meeting with him, which also soon after made Temecula a legitimate wine-producing region of the country. Well, in 1980, Callaway Winery and Vineyard was purchased for $14 million. So he only had it uh, for six, seven years. That, that $14 million, after everything, expenses and everything, that left him with a $9 million profit. Pretty successful, I would say. Uh, so now he was retired for a second time. He got out of the textile industry, sold his wine business, and he decided to play golf. He's like, I'm retired. I want to start playing golf. Um, well, he really liked this company named Hickory Stick. And the three owners were looking for investors. 
Well, coincidentally, Ely was looking for his next business venture. So in 1982, Ely purchased half ownership of Hickory Stick for $400,000. They named it Callaway Hickory Stick USA. And in 1984, Ely purchased the company in entirety, uh, renaming it to Callaway Golf. Uh, under Ely, Callaway Golf grew from a four-person company, him and the three original owners, into a multi-billion-dollar corporation that was estimated at the end of 2021 to be 3.2 billion dollars. Uh, I believe Callaway purchased um, Ogio. They make bags like golf bags and backpacks and other little accessories, and they purchased Travis Matthews brand of clothing. Uh, so you know, Callaway owns a few companies. Uh, in, in a 1998 interview that I was just watching, actually, on, on YouTube, he was being questioned about his success. And he, he attributed to 80% of his success was luck and the rest really hard work. Unfortunately, in April 2001, Ely Calloway was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer and he passed away in Rancho Santa Fe, California, on July 6th of 2001, just months after that cancer diagnosis, at the age of 82. And I enjoy his Callaway products. In fact, I've I you know I've been a big fan of golf. I've enjoyed golf for, for many years. And I had a friend that took me out to Top Golf here in Salt Lake. And he had the you know, he had this membership where you could use not only their their clubs there, but you could actually use their higher end clubs, and then you actually use Callaway clubs. Now I've been battling with my golf game for many a year, and I was using these Callaway clubs at the at Top Golf, and boy was I smacking these! I was actually hitting the back fence, and my balls were hitting straight, and that turned me on to Callaway golf, and I've. I bought. I now just buy all Callaway golf now, just because of that experience. It was such a great experience using their product. So I wanted to spotlight Mr. Ely Callaway Jr. And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope you guys are planning that next vacation for you and your family to get that that much needed rest. Have a great one. I'll talk to you next time. Bye.